0: In doorless chambers, where
1: strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. This is the Theme Park Loopy Podcast. <laughs> secret weapon nine then Brett let's talk about secret weapon nine I believe that you might have a bit of information that you can share with us some whispers some rumors but it's probably all unknown at the moment because I think we're probably a few years off of secret weapon nine but let's talk about it a little bit anyway so what could secret weapon nine be at Alton Towers and also where could it go uh in the park because I'm me thinking about it, I'm just thinking I can only think of the Spinball Wizard area, perhaps. Um, And if so, it can only be something on a small footprint. So what could Secret Weapon be, maybe? What do we think? That's a good comment you made about
2: Spinball. I don't know if anyone remembers back in like 2008, potentially eight to 2010, uh, On Towers released a 10-year plan that is probably finished now. Um, But part of that plan was a relocation or removal of the Spinball Wizard site. Um, yeah, so that's a good point i think if they ever got rid of spinball wizard however it would be an expansion of cbb's land because of how well it's done um yeah. so I, I don't think that we'll see anything significant there especially with it being so close to the the towers and and that kind of great kind of sight as you come in through the bottom of tower Street. i think that they will eventually if they do get rid of spinball that'll be cbb's land an expansion of um as for where SW9 could go, um, the, the main kind of rumor that's going around at the minute, um, and I don't remember for sure, I think that potentially someone somewhere saw a plan that suggested the car park by Air slash Galactica. Right, so yep. that would make it either an extension of Forbidden Valley or a new area in itself kind of down that bottom end. I don't know if they would use the full car park. That's a massive space. However, the bottom half um, past, say, uh, the Extraordinary Golf onwards. Yeah, it's a good possibility. Uh, They've already got the entrance there, that side entrance that sometimes hotel guests use. Uh, That's already been done out recently as well with uh, signs coming from the hotel to the restaurant and stuff like that. So I think that it's a good a good place for, for SW nine. As for what it'll be, who knows?
1: I it has to be...
0: would love oh go on, Brian. No, I I was just gonna say it
1: has to be something, you know, All Towers always want to be the first, don't they, of, of something. Um I know Rita wasn't really a first, but um, you know, Rita wasn't really officially uh it wasn't really secret uh, no it, it wasn't so i think that was i think when rita came in wasn't that between when in between two or was it one of the two swords um developments um and they kind of dropped the secret weapon thing and that's when rita came in and then the secret weapon thing came back i think when merlin took over i don't know i might be making up 2006
2: but, um, was rita, i believe
1: Yes, I believe so it was around. Yeah, it that would time. have been the end of Two
2: Swords days.
1: Yeah, and I think they kind of dropped the secret weapon thing. Did Two Swords, and I think they had an opportunity to obviously install Rita, and I think they went for it. And on reflection, it was a good installment at the time. I know, I know, some people say, you know, it's not really, you know, fantastic, but um, I think there's a lot of people who really like it as well, and it is a really good attraction.
0: Um, I love Rita. Let's get this
2: out of the way right now. And I feel like this deserves its own episode right here. Um, (laughs) Please stop saying, everyone out there watching this video or anyone who's not watching this video, tell those people, we can't replace Rita with a launch coaster. It is one. (laughs) Who who,
1: who wants to do that?
2: (laughs) Everyone. It's literally all I see all over Facebook and all over forums is, I think we should get rid of Rita and put in an Intamin Blitz coaster. Okay, that would be better, but that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that would that would that would be awesome. But Rita it is it's a solid attraction. It's still relative, you know. It's still a pretty modern attraction. It it works. It doesn't have loads of downtime. Um, I think it's really solid. I can't see that going. I, that certainly won't be going for SW nine anyway. So Sam, what were you going to say?
0: Oh, I was just going to say, I absolutely love Rita. I know there, are, I know it's a bit of a love-hate Marmite situation, but I absolutely love Rita. I think it it, it it has a nice punch at the beginning of in terms of speed, some loving little bit, some loving little sharp turns. Much more enjoyable than Stealth. I actually prefer it way over Stealth mm. um, because I find Stealth is just too short. You don't get much bang for your buck. Um, so, absolutely with the Rita Fan Club on that one. Um, also. In terms of SW9, okay, this is what I'd love to see, is some sort of indoor coaster. Now I know like that can be kind of hard when it comes to uh, the logistics of it and you have to make it smaller, compact and making it a world's first, you'd have to sort of put in some sort of different element or strange element that maybe hasn't been done either in the dark or inside or something that makes it unique. But my reason for wanting an indoor coaster is because I think, not only do I love them, and I think that they they have a certain amount of mystery to them, and you can go crazy with the theming and with the special effects. I wrote an article about it; you can check it out on my blog. Um, but um, but I think if they did put SW nine inside, and it was like an indoor coaster, then it means that you could have that running three six five, right? So it means that even when they did their Christmas event or their uh, half-term events, or you know, during their kind of their kind of semi events during the closed. Kind of ish season that they could keep it open and keep it running, um, and uh, and keep it you know more more operational. If you look at parks like Disneyland Paris, the reason why a lot of the time they can run three six five is not because necessarily they're a Disney park, even though that's what all Disney parks do. It's because a lot of their stuff and the bulk of their things is inside, which means they're protected from you know the weather and any kind of um, sort of weathering issues. So. Really, I think if Alton Towers could make SW9 inside in some capacity, whether it be in the dark or otherwise or heavily themed, an IP or an original concept, then I think that could go um, 10 times the length in terms of operational needs in terms of how long it would be able to run without any kind of kind of repairs or weathering issues, you know, it would just and you're in a controlled environment where if it's too hot, shove the AC on if it's raining, then you're undercover. I don't know, it just makes sense
1: yeah and that would actually make a lot of sense if they were going to use the car park next to air because obviously it'd be pretty close to the hotel then that would be the closest coaster to the hotel so if it was going to be um you know a ride that could be used all year round it made perfect sense for it to be there it wouldn't make sense to uh, you know open an all all-year-round roller coaster say, over an X sector, because you'd have to have people kind of trips in over the park. But if it was going to be – so if it's going to be indoor, if it was going to be on that car park, what would the world's first be, though? There has to be a world's first, surely. Um, I mean, with Wicker Man, we, we saw a
2: kind of not really a world's first. We, we hmm. saw a step away from that, you know, has to have a, a record-breaking ride of some sort um so actually in a weird way i think maybe that was the first step wicker man was the first step to to secret weapons just being really good high quality roller coasters rather than you know this has to have 15 loops this time this has to have a faster launch than the last one this has to have a steeper drop than the other one uh, so I, I i think maybe it will will kind of come away from that because the only two we've had that aren't Really, complete worlds first are Wickerman and Nemesis. The, the rest have had world, kind of worlds first or worlds only or worlds most tags to them. So, yeah, it would be nice to see another one of those that isn't. However, it's very marketable to do so, uh, which leads me to think that are they potentially looking back to the good old days of what they used to do with BNM? And mm. Uh, I don't know if anyone spotted this. There used to be, uh, it wasn't. It was maybe mid last year. There, in a B&M factory, there was a sticker on the side of a piece of track or something that said "Surf Coaster." I don't know if anyone saw this.
1: Wasn't and this it, wasn't a hoax? I thought this. I don't,
2: a... don't know. Uh, and then it went into loads of fake plans of stuff coming out. Um, yeah, but that made me think of: Does everyone remember the the four D? Coaster plans that that B and M potentially had, which would have literally been uh, a four D wing coaster similar to the four D coasters we see, like X X two and stuff. Um, and I know for a fact that they have actually been trying to do that. They just haven't got round to it because B and being B they don't do anything until it's absolutely one hundred percent the most reliable thing going. Uh, so with the uh, a load of extra work, maintenance, moving parts that are required for a 4D coaster, maybe Alton Towers would put some more money into looking into that concept. That would be interesting.
0: Could you imagine a 4D coaster, B&M, in the dark with like <laughs> a ton of like rock and roller coaster, like flashing lights, like strobe lights as you're doing the flips and you're just in the dark flying through with all these lights going around oh that'd be wicked
2: the building would have to be the size of the thing that is in uh in in uh what's it called the truman show
0: yes <laughs> a, massive dome.
1: a big Just, warehouse
0: yeah i mean
1: um, it feels it feels like that would be a very significant investment but um it kind of feels like Alden Towers, I don't know, if it's going to be a secret weapon, they can't go halfway. Can they? It has to be. Yeah. I mean, they never they never invest in, you know, the most most expensive thing ever. You know, like Wickerman is uh is you know, it's good theming, but the end of the day it's a modest uh GCI. Uh, you know, the way you look at it, um, it's not a, a off is it really? Um, you know, so Mm, it, I, I, it's interesting i just I, I wonder if um you know b&m you know if b&m are working on something like that then it may be a case of well look we've got this concept uh we've built up this um you know this track layout which we know is going to work that's reasonably modest uh, modest we can do you a good deal on it it's marketable let's give it a go and that's kind of like what air uh, is as well there was the prototype flying coaster um and that's why it's not the most thrilling uh flying coaster because it doesn't have the uh, the pretzel loop which was added later on um so yeah i think that'd be really good uh bnm uh, 4d in fact it could it'd be a bnm 5d coaster uh because you'd get all the kind of extra you know spray and smoke and lights and effects and maybe some 3d effects as well so it maybe it'd be the world's first 5d coaster
0: oh there you go and and i just think in those kind of dark controlled environments you can do so many cool things with like illuminated near misses like as, as we talked about strobe lights smoke special effects and with everything being inside, I don't know, always creates a massive element of mystery. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when you get through that building? Like, what's the queue line going to be? You know, what's the pre-show going to be? You know what I mean? It's all like the moment, everyone remembers the first moment when they went through into the Wicker Man pre-show for the first time and everyone went, wow, because if you hadn't looked at spoilers, that was- I did avoid
2: spoilers for the best part of a year, actually. That was incredible.
0: You know what I mean? And I just think you know, we need more indoor experiences because in this country you can't rely on, on the weather. Yeah. I do
1: think the first part of the queue in Wickerman is kind of like a garden center. Uh, so you know <laughs> it's almost it's almost like garden centre the ride that then kind of starts to get a bit more serious as you kind of progress through the queue line. <laughs> it's a bit like the Blackpool Pleasure Beach ad where the uh where the couple wanted to eat the cheese sandwiches and then they end up getting on infusion by accident. Oh, and then... Yeah, that's one of the oh. best adverts ever. <laughs> Wait, isn't what, that a cheese
0: was was Stavis
2: that? Stavis yeah. advert? Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. have you
0: got a cheese one? And then he eats it and he goes, yeah. What sort of cheese was that? Yeah, what sort of Brilliant cheese was that? Yeah, yeah.
1: So it could be the same. It could be someone's, you know, we're having a lovely day out. I want some potting plants. Maybe a bag of compost, and and then you end up on the wickerman. Uh, so you know it could happen. It could happen. It you, know. It, it, you say it's
2: pretty immersive, and um, if that's what they were going for, they nailed it. I guess.
0: I mean, yeah. garden center the ride here we come.
2: Wow, that's it. You heard it here first, guys. Uh, Secret Weapon Nine is is garden center the ride.
1: <laughs> Gardens and and garden centers are allowed to be open uh, during the current time, so it could be a, a bit of a loophole goes go uh, back
2: to go the uh, three six five thing as well. It could be three six five during COVID. Perfect.
1: Exactly. I think we've cracked uh, yes. the code on this one. Yeah, That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've cracked. The, we have cracked the code. We have peered.
0: Uh, what if they put a garden center, like an actual small middle garden center shop, in like on the outskirts of the actual Towers Gardens? Right? Could they then technically open the gardens up because it would technically be a garden, just a massive garden center, even during COVID? It's, like it's, what if it's they ran a shack and sold anyway, a couple of?
2: Or, or oh no, they closed outside. So yeah,
0: fine. but what if they like yeah. opened up like a shack, put a shack in there, and was like, yeah, we're selling ice creams and wicker baskets, like we're a garden centre. Well, they
1: well, wouldn't can... be allowed to sell ice creams, but um, if okay. it was legitimately, if, if it was legitimately a garden centre, uh, then yeah, they could open it. It would not be it would not be a problem at the moment, no. So. <laughs> So we're giving them ideas, aren't we? We're giving them ideas. Yeah,
0: ideas are free.
1: <laughs> I mean, we did we did have an idea back in uh April where we were we were waiting for Pleasure Beach to open and we made a suggestion that perhaps the Pleasure Beach changes itself to a garden centre and someone said, Yeah, and the big one could be like a kind of monorail that goes around the garden centre. I don't but but we all but we all know that uh the the uh the big one isn't a monorail it's actually yes
0: thank you thank you there you are
1: it is actually amazing and if you think it's a monorail you'd be crazy is you'd be tripping (laughs) right okay so uh moving on then uh brett you have built uh, a model of Ripsaw. i believe that the the, well, the model itself was produced by Printables.co.uk. I want to say, and then it you is, have yeah. Printables of, with a Z, with a Z, and you've kind of fashioned this into something quite spectacular. So, let's have a look. Talk us through it, Brett.
2: Okay, so I, I yeah, I, um, I helped uh, Printables with their their logo and stuff like that, and uh, I, I was I was given this very kindly. Um, uh, by Stuart Barmer, who, who runs Printables. Uh, and it's basically a, a 3D printed model topspin uh, that has been adapted to, to have similar theming aspects of, of Ripsaw. Um, it originally started out as a, a, just a general kind of goldy brown colored 3D print. Um, and I thought, right, I really want to make this into as good as possible representation of, of Ripsaw. It would be really cool. It was. It was one of my favourite flat rides, probably in the UK. I absolutely loved Ripsaw. I am gutted that it left. Um, so I started painting it. So I started painting all the little details and rust and stuff on there. Uh, painted the little engines on on uh, the little engines, the motors on the side, uh, yellow with the the sides to it. And then once I roughly painted it all, I ended up thinking, oh, okay, rather than having this just stood. On, you know, just on my shelf. Let's make the whole surroundings. Now you, I, you can see in this photo here. I actually cut around it, and there's other bits of drawings of just on the outside. That's because I was going to do the entire queue line and all the the scenery behind it and everything, and then realize that I don't have a room big enough. So <laughs> I cut it down to just the, the the pool in front of it and and mm. the kind of just the area it sits in. Uh, so I thought, okay, I need to get the water fountains if I'm going to go this far. Um, so I cut little tiny pieces of plastic, clear plastic, and covered them in hot glue, let it drip down. And then I, I painted the, the base of it red. But then I realised, looking back at photos, that it was only painted red in like 2013, something like that. Um, so I wanted it to look like how it opened originally, Uh so i added the the wire that, that held up all the the blue um mm. wrong sticking off the side of it painted the water pool blue and then i started making little tiny uh fence panels to go around the outside of it and then what was really cool was i, I managed to get 3d printed was was the back wall the, the theming on the back um and oh the,
0: that is so uh, cool
2: uh, like it was all brick and everything uh so that's that's pretty much the finished model i still got to do little touches up here and there and i only finished the fences and stuff on it last quite late last night actually whilst watching a film uh so there's my Ritzel model i'm so so happy with it. it's actually sat just uh there on my shelf
1: that brings back so many memories of uh being hung above those bloody fountains and uh, getting a squirt in the eye every now and then. A squirt in the eye. <laughs> Sounds like my Friday nights.
2: <laughs> I can confirm that is Sam's Friday nights. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I. What I, the next thing I want to do now is I kind of want to do more, right? I, I just think that, that that has turned out so incredible. I've never done any scale model stuff before, ever. Uh, so i it was a bit of a, a a new thing for me and i i absolutely loved doing it and the finished product is just so good that I, i'm trying to think of what i can do next now
0: it's <laughs> so cool it's actually got me i'm like no i'm, like, I'm gonna try doing a model you have to show know, me right? it's um, so cool brett that is actually sick and it looks identical ah you must be so pleased
2: yeah i am i'm really pleased with it it looks it looks so so good so i i do have I don't know if you ever remember coaster dynamics uh it was um, it was the inverted roller coaster model it had yellow track and it actually yeah. runs i've i've got a, one of those models tucked away in an attic somewhere uh so so maybe i'd do a section of nemesis next maybe
0: Uh cool like just, maybe
2: just the the first corkscrew or something like that
0: get the uh, trains on
2: yeah, so I'm, I'm tempted to, to look at that next. That would be quite cool and have a little Forbidden Valley section in my, in my office. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that's a model. Uh, if, if anyone wants to, to actually try it out for themselves, you, you can get these from printables. They're actually on sale at the minute. I uh, can't remember how much. They're around 40, 45 pounds, something like that, uh, considering that they take like 60 to 100 hours to print all the individual pieces for it well worth it and if you can make something like this out of it then i think they're incredible uh so yeah Yeah. thank you so much for printables for for actually uh sending me one uh i'm really glad that i could make it look this good uh so i I am going to put together a video of how i made it with all the kind of more intricate details but uh yeah here's here's to the next one I i might do nemesis next